This is the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak, Isaiah, Yeshayahu 8c. This is Saul Weinreb, your host for the podcast. So far in this chapter, Yeshayahu, Isaiah, has approached King Ahaz and the people of Judea and delivered to them the message of God that they should rely on God and hang tight, not be afraid of the attacks of the from the kings from the north, the kings of Aram and the kings of Israel, and rather uh, rely on God and rely on their special mission. However, King Ahaz did not listen, and he capitulated to the king of Assyria and asked him for protection. And the people were rebelling against King Ahaz as they wanted to join the um, northern kings, um, the king of Israel and king of Aram, to fight Assyria. Both of these paths, Ishayahu predicted, would be a path of destruction. The path of Ahaz, because he was capitulating to the evil king of Assyria, and the path of the people that were rebelling because they were planning on overthrowing the house of David and giving up the kingdom of Judea to the northern kingdom of Israel. <coughs> we now continue with the next verse. Tzor chatom After being rejected... Yeshayahu was now, after his advice being rejected, he's now frustrated. He says, Tzor tie up this message, bind it up. The message that he had written, that God had told him to write, bind it up because no one is listening. Sign off the Torah. Chatom Torah Belimudai. Sign off the Torah and keep it among my disciples. Various commentaries interpret this as Yeshayahu saying that he will no longer speak the prophecies and that the word Torah refers to the specific teaching referenced here that Ishayahu is trying to teach and not to the Torah in general, which would refer to the special Torah that signifies the bond between the Jewish people and God. I, however, am interpreting the word Torah to mean the actual Torah. And what Ishayahu here is saying is that I am going to continue teaching this message, right? <coughs> I'm not... However, the only people that are listening are the Limudai, are my students the faithful few. So this is much more consistent, in my opinion, with Yeshayahu's general path. It is difficult to imagine that he's saying that he's going to give up on bringing his message to the people. Rather, I believe he's saying the opposite. Tzor bind up this sign, Chatom Torah I'm going to stick with the Torah, with those people that are faithful to me. Of course, that group is open to anyone that wishes to join, but only the faithful few <coughs> that as signified by his students and as signified by the Alma, the young girl, and the people that understood Immanuel, that God is with us. I will go ahead and wait for God, he who is hiding his face from the house of Jacob, from the Jewish people, and I will hope for him and hope for his deliverance. Behold, and the children <coughs> that God has given me as signs and portents for the for the Israel for the Jewish people. And behold, Yeshayahu says, "I and the children that God has given me." There are various interpretations as to what this means. Those that understand that Yeshayahu is retracting back into himself, so to speak. Um, hiding back with his, with his family, giving up on his mission, say that this means I will stay with my children that God gave me. My children, 
those that were predicted as signs. But I think he's referring to the children that, have, that he has prophesied about, meaning the children who are the signs of God's presence in Israel. The Alma, the young girl, the, the, the young baby whom she called Immanuel, God is with us. Those children, that is what Yeshayahu is referring to. And he says, behold, I and those children, we are the signs and the, that, uh, in Israel that these are the signs from God that he does reside in Zion, in Zion and he still resides with the people of Judea. He continues, Should someone come and say to you, because there are those among the masses and among the leadership who due to their fears and they're unwilling to rely on God, they will come to you and say, <coughs> Let's go look. Go, let's go look at the sorcerers and the, and the, and the soothsayers and the um, necromancers that are chirping nonsense like birds just chirping and babbling and that moan and groan. Those, those people are saying things that are useless, saying things that are false. Just as people who are in distress often turn to the spirits of the dead and the sorcerers when they are trying to find some control over their lives and their life. This is nonsense. This will not help. Because they should have turned to God. Why are these things nonsense? Because when someone looks for Torah, for teaching, and to Uda and for messages, when they look for it and they think, if they don't say this, if they don't say what it is that I want to hear, right? Things that have no meaning, those that look for that, what happens? He will, he will get lost in it. He will pass through all this advice in a way that will be wretched and hungry. Um, what will happen? He will, he will start to stumble. He'll become frustrated and angry with his gods and his kings because eventually they will be forced through their suffering to realize that the places they turn to for help, the sorcerers and the magicians, rather than turning to God, that these sorcerers and magicians had nothing to offer. They were full of lies. He will look up to the sky and see nothing. And then he will look down to the ground and again see nothing. All he's going to see is, is, is suffering and darkness. With a darkness that has no end, no daybreak. And a Deep, 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 deep darkness with no dawn whatsoever. Because had these things, had these people been able to look to God and understand and learn the lesson that they should have learned, they should have learned the lesson already. Because as we know, the lands of Zivulun and Naphtali, the northern edges of the kingdom, and the lands over the, the, on the eastern side of the Jordan, which were inhabited by the tribes of Reuben and, and, um, and God and part of the, Shevet, of the tribe of Menashe, had already been conquered by the Assyrians and others. These people should have learned their lessons already, but instead they're wandering in the dark looking to soothsayers and magicians and looking to other sources, other places for help other than God Himself. And unfortunately, they still haven't learned their lesson. Therefore, therefore, as Ishayahu as started, I'm just going to wrap this message up and I'm going to stay with the people and keep teaching those that are faithful. Thank you so much for joining us for HC for, to study the 8th 
chapter of Yeshayahu. Looking forward to studying the ninth chapter together.